Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson spoke at President Donald Trump's rally Tuesday night talking about his experience growing up and telling the crowd that life is too short for people to let differences divide them. Carson's speech isn't raising questions. It's this introduction of him at the rally. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Ben Carson. After that introduction, the tweeting started. Did Carson violate the Hatch Act, which prevents executive branch employees from using their government positions to influence elections? Our guest is Richard Painter, former White House ethics lawyer and a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School. Richard, tell us a little bit more about this law from 1939. Well, the Hatch Act um, was enacted to prevent federal government officials from using their official positions. Uh, to influence partisan elections. Uh, the uh, Republicans in the House and Senate, and some of the Democrats, were very concerned about the Roosevelt administration in particular, uh, when they were spending a lot of taxpayer money on all sorts of programs and everything, using their official position to influence partisan elections. Uh, so uh, the Secretary uh, of Health and Human Services, like other federal officials, is prohibited from using his official title at a campaign rally. Uh, whether or not he violated the Hatch Act will turn on whether he authorized uh, or encouraged uh, someone to introduce him using his official title. It was clearly inappropriate for him to be introduced using his official title. Uh, the question really is who violated the Hatch Act, whether the person introducing him uh, improperly used it uh, or whether he uh, knew that that was going to happen or encouraged it, in which case he would be a violation. So uh, a HUD spokesman told the Washington Post that Carson did not hear his name before he was cued to go on, and all other references during the event referred to him as Dr. Carson. So if that's, if that's true, that he didn't really know about the way he was going to be introduced, is that then not a violation? Well, um, I, I think that uh, he would not have violated the Hatch Act unless he uh, himself used his official title or allowed someone or told someone they could. Uh, to avoid this type of thing, however, uh, the executive branch agencies are supposed to communicate uh, with the campaign personnel, people who write a political rally, uh, how important it is that the executive branch official only appear at the rally in his or her official personal capacity that the official title never they used. Uh, so apparently that was not done. Um, so it's clear it was improper. The question whether this is uh, uh, ignorance of the law on the part of the Trump campaign staff, uh, which is entirely possible, uh, or whether it is something uh, that Secretary Carlson, uh, you know, whether he, uh, Secretary Carlson encouraged it. Uh, you know, and then the middle ground, you'd have a situation where his own staff at HEW, you know, was... Uh, uh, HHS was uh, was careless and, and should have been more uh, um, forward-leading in trying to prevent these types of violations. How does enforcement of a violation of the Hatch Act work? Who reports it to? 
whom and the, uh, who decides? The Office of Special Counsel uh, is an agency set up to administer the Hatch Act, and they do investigate uh, allegations of, uh, of violations of the Hatch Act. There's been one violation by a member of the White House, for sure, uh, who was tweeting uh, using a White House, uh, a, well, using it a, a, a personal Twitter page that also has the White House photos and official titles on it for purposes of advancing political campaigns. And, um, so that this type of thing happens from time to time. The Office of Special Counsel investigates uh, and then uh, makes a recommendation as to what should be done. And what can be done? What kinds of punishment? If someone is uh, consciously, knowingly, or recklessly violated the Hatch Act, the usual uh, sanction is for them to be fired. To, to be fired. In um, in June, the incident that you were talking about was um, White House social media director Dan Scavino tweeted a call for the electoral defeat of Republican Representative Justin Amash of Michigan, who was often critical of Trump. He was just reprimanded by the Office of Special Counsel. Well, yes, the Office of Special Counsel cannot make the decision about where to fire somebody. They make a recommendation. Uh, and uh, that's up to the president. Uh, this White House has had a somewhat lax approach to the ethics issues. They didn't sanction Kellyanne Conway at all with respect to her uh, violation of the ethics rules. That wasn't a violation of the Hatch Act, but she was using her official position to promote Ivanka's clothing, and the Office of Government Ethics made it very clear that was a violation. And they just got a lot of pushback from the White House on that. Uh, so at the end of the day, uh, the president decides how strictly he's going to enforce these rules for his staff. And uh, Richard, really, everyone who, when Ben Carson comes on stage, just about everybody knows he's the HUD secretary. What harm or influence is there really in someone introducing him for about 10 seconds as the HUD secretary? Well, that's a very good question, because I've uh, taken the position that what the law should be is the cabinet secretaries, uh, high-ranking uh, uh, executive branch officials, should be prohibited from participating in campaign events while they are holding office. They only hold office usually for a few years, and I think that's a time to focus on their official duties and not participate in partisan politics at all. Um, at least they shouldn't be going to fundraisers. But that's my view of what the law should be. Uh, what the law is, is that they are allowed to participate, but where we draw the line is say, well, they cannot use their official title, uh, they cannot uh, use any government money uh, for purposes of attending an event, buying uh, public costs, uh, and then uh, they are, however, allowed to participate in their personal capacity, even though, as you correctly point out, everybody knows who they are. People go to these events in order to smooth these executive branch officials, and, uh, uh, you know, I think it encourages the pay-to-play game in politics when we let executive branch officials such as cabinet secretaries go to political events. Let me ask you a question that is separate. Um, when President Trump endorses candidates or, or makes references to candidates in, in tweets one way or the other, is that a problem, an ethical problem? Uh, no, the uh, Hatch Act does not apply to the president uh, and the vice president, does not apply to the members of Congress. Uh, we don't distinguish um, between their official capacity and their political capacity as we would for, uh, other, for the executive branch employees other than the president and the vice president. So presidents have uh, appeared uh, you know, uh, quite frequently being introduced as president, and then they uh, endorse uh, a candidate. 
uh, and uh, uh, that that's quite common. So I, I would I would expect to see more. That was unusual with President Trump, as of course he's attacking so many members of his own party. Uh, that I don't know if there are any Republicans left by the time he's through, but that's a practical problem. Yes, it is. All right. Thanks so much for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Richard Painter, and he is an ex- ethics expert, if I can say that correctly. Uh, Thanks so much, Richard, for being on Bloomberg Law, as always. He's a former ethics lawyer at the White House and a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers, and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights, and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.